Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author. Author Lizzie is here today with us, and she has Nick. I had a wonderful time with Mar last week. He did a great job. Oh, he does an amazing job. And then <laughs> everybody's like, hey, is that Barry White's son? And I'm like, why, <laughs> yes, it's not. <laughs> so this week with all the carnivorous plant synchronicities, I never looked up at the Rollins College buildings along Fairbanks. And this week with that, if you're driving down Fairbanks in Winter Park, just past Park Avenue, Across from the Chapman Avenue, if you look up at the Archibald Granville Bush Science uh, Building, Center Building, you will see the spectacular Rollins College greenhouse against the sky. I never noticed it before this last week. I got to visit all three different eco-climate greenhouses. One is a research science greenhouse. Another is more of a Zurich cacti greenhouse. And then what is for the tropical rainforest jungle climate where exotic orchids and carnivorous plants thrive? So in honor of World Carnivorous Plant Day on Tuesday, uh, May 4th, let's play John Denver to get in the mood for the dirty word of the day. Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below till the rain comes tumbling so in the first hour, I interviewed Kenny Coogan, who is the education uh, director of the uh, International Plant Carnivorous Plant Society, International Carnivorous Plant Society. And I just wanted to bring everyone up with the dirty word of the day, carnivorous, and what does that mean? So carnivorous plants, sometimes called insectivorous plants, means any plant especially adapted for capturing and digesting insects and other animals by means of ingenious pitfalls and traps. There's more than 600 known species of carnivorous plants, and they constitute a very diverse group, in some cases having little more in common than their carnivorous habit. The conspicuous trapping mechanism, which is, al- is always a modified leaf, so when you're looking at that pitcher plant, that's a modified leaf, draws special attentions to these plants. A variety of trapping mechanisms exist and are designated as active or passive based on whether they move to capture prey. Pitfall traps, such as those found in pitcher plants, are among the most common types and employ a hollow, lidded leaf filled with liquid to passively collect and digest prey. Flypaper traps can be active or passive and rely on sticky mucilage either directly on the leaf surface or on gland-tipped hairs to capture prey. Snap traps, such as those on the Venus flytrap, use rapid leaf movements to actively ensnare insects. And bladder traps are only found in bladderwort plants and actively suck in small organisms using a partial vacuum. So lobster pot traps, which is what I mentioned earlier in the first hour, are found predominantly in corkscrew plants, and they employ a downward-pointing hairs to force prey deeper into the trap. So by using enzymes or bacteria, carnivorous plants digest their prey through a process of chemical breakdown analogous to digestion in animals. The carnivorous habit augments the diet derived from their poor soil of their environment. On the whole, carnivorous plants are relatively small, but size variation is enormous even within the same genus. The majority of carnivorous plants are herbaceous perennials less than a foot high and often only four to six inches. Even the pineapple family has at least three carnivorous species. 
and these species have urn-like pitfall traps formed by the tightly packed leaf bases that are characteristic of the family. They are not known to produce digestive enzymes and instead rely on bacteria to break down their prey. So the dirty word of the day is carnivorous. What? You got to use it in the uh, in your conversations this week. I and, will. Okay. I am. I'm going to tell them why. Yeah, there you go. So if you want to read my dirty word of the day each week, along with what to do in your landscape, Teresa's design tips, articles, and more, you can go to betterlawns.com. And so uh, we've got Alan and Roy. They're going to take those calls. And we've got a lot of a uh, text messages. I love this one. Uh, I'm a gardener in Kissimmee, and I'm so happy with your show. And they thanked us for the garden song, Lizzie. So I love that. So we've got great text messages. If you would like to give us a call, 1-888-455-2967, or you can text me at 23680, and you can give us a call. You can also go to our Facebook page and like us, or you can go to betterlawns.com and send us a question through the website or through the text or through phone calls. We'll take either one. We can take, yeah, exactly. And, and the text is pretty cool, but make sure you're very specific about your question and where you're from, too. A lot of people don't say, I'm from this zone, so you know what to tell them about either the exactly. fertilizing or whatnot. It can, it can change it, you know, ter- uh, with, the, with the various different dis- or zones that we have here in Florida. We have Zone 8 up in the North Panhandle. Then we have uh, 9 here in the Ocala Uh, Central Florida area, then 10 starting in Tampa, going down 11 and 12 down through the Miami area. So if you are uh, interested, give us a phone call. We'd love to hear from you. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, if it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. There's a little secret shared by all 21 million of us who live here in Florida. We live in paradise, especially when we're out on the water all year round. So let's stay safe, Florida, and develop a life jacket habit. Always wear your life jacket as we rediscover the joy of being out on the water. Keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. Enjoy the water and wear a life jacket. For more information, visit myfwc.com. That's myfwc.com. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. A recent study showed there are over 4,000 religions in the world. Now, that's a lot of choices. And God has given us the freedom to believe what we want to believe. Yet more and more people frustrated with organized religion are choosing to have no religious affiliation at all. Maybe you're one of those. Perhaps you've had a bad experience or been hurt by someone in your church or synagogue. If that's the case, I can only imagine how you must feel. But please remember, Christians are not perfect people. No one is perfect. And as Christians, we often fail to model the character and the spirit of Jesus. So instead of just searching for religion, consider having a personal relationship with God through His Son, Jesus. You see, religion is based on what I think I must do for God. Christianity is based on what Jesus has done for you. It's a gift. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Living with a body of water right outside your home sounds delightful. 
until these boogers start showing up. Mosquitoes aren't just annoying, they can carry deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. But with Summit Mosquito Dunks, you can have your pond without all the worry. Simply drop a Summit Mosquito Dunk into standing water and kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, fish, and wildlife. So it's just that, that stop hanging around. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Good morning. Welcome back to Better Logs and Gardens. I hope everyone had a good week. We had wonderful temperatures this week in Florida, lots of rain coming your way. So I'm Teresa Watkins, your host, horticulturist and landscape designer. You can give us a call at one 455 2967 or you can text at 23680. Let's go to Alan in Tampa. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for holding on. How can I help you? Good morning. Good morning. I got two questions asked you uh, early. Uh, March, I put down, I uh, have four tan St. Augustine grass front and back, put down uh, Scott's bonus S. Now, uh, I have a couple 50-pound bags of the Green Max. What what time of the year do you put Scott's Green Max on the lawn, or it's, it's not material because it won't burn the grass? Well, I don't know because I don't have the label in front of me. The label in front of you. Or, it doesn't it, say on the thing. what It just says, you know, it's a fertilizer, a green up. It's called Green Max. And, okay. Uh, well, this is what I'm going to tell you, Alan, is that there are certain counties in your area that, uh, you know, are you in uh, Hernando County? No, I'm in Hillsborough. Yeah, you're in Hill. June I'm sorry, you're first, in Hillsborough. Yeah, after June first, you uh, can't. You cannot fertilize since you've already fertilized in March. I would not recommend putting it down. And I would say, is it open? Is it an open bag? No, no, they're sealed. Okay, I would put them in a in a cool location, and then use them in September. Okay, so yeah. you yeah. do not want to fertilize again. There's no need for it. Uh, after you've done it already in, in March, okay? Over-fertilizing okay. is definitely an issue. In Tampa, is there any good fruit tree that would— I had to remove two trees, grapefruit and orange, uh, three years ago because the citrus canker. Right. Is there any fruit tree that you could grow, such as a lemon or anything, that's not subject or a peach tree to get citrus canker? Well, there's not, there's not a lot of deciduous fruit trees that— um, don't have some issues or, you know, you need to spray for insects and disease, okay? So deciduous fruits, fruit trees do have their, their, their higher maintenance. But you can grow tropical fruits uh, like the Barbados cherry and uh, also, you know, the avocados and, and, and plants that are, are fruit trees that are evergreen that don't tend to get those diseases. Okay, avocado, or what was the name of that cherry? Barbados cherry, I love. Barbados. They are delicious. Okay, I'll look into that. I appreciate that, and you take care and have a good day. All right, thank you so much, Alan, for calling and for listening. I appreciate it. Let's go to Roy in Windermere. Good morning, Roy. How are you? Top of the morning. Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I am doing great. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I Lizzie told me you're backed up, so... I'm huh? censored to my question, but the, <laughs> okay. my most Roy. important one, pardon me? Roy's throwing me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to tell it like it is, right? 
<laughs> so, You're just taking care of Teresa. That's all. I can't blame you for that. There you hey, go. Thank I you. got a, a question on uh, figs. I'm getting these brown spots and black spots on the leaves. Will they fight it off, or should I spray them? Well, it just depends on how many you have and how big they they that they are. You know, I mean, how pro, you know predominant they are on all the leaves. If you're having more than, I would say. Probably, you know, two to three branches of spots. Yeah, I would go ahead and spray it with a fungicide. Uh, but if you only see like one or two leaves, then I wouldn't worry about it. I'd just keep an eye on it. Okay, so you think it's a fungicide. I got them on, on a lot of leaves, not just one or two. Yeah, so I would go ahead and use a fungicide. Now, you're not going to stop those issues, but you're going to prevent new ones from coming on. Okay, that okay. sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I've been using 10-10-10 fertilizer. And uh, I've got some, uh, it's a lawn starter fertilizer, 1824. I've, oh, I got it right here. Hang on just a second. I was going to mix to 1824 For what? What do you want to use it on? Should I mix it with the 10 10 10 for the, for the fig trees? No. No? No, you're putting a high analysis on there, and I just, I just, I would rather you just stick with the 10 10 10. Okay. Okay. And okay. just follow the follow the instructions. Okay. Well, you tell Lizzie I'll call her next time I and apologize for throwing her <laughs> under the bus. She, send pizza. Okay. There you go. Send pizza. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Roy. Okay. Take care. <laughs> you too, hon. Bye-bye. Let's go to Gene and Stewart. Good morning, Gene. How can I help you? Let me take you off the speakerphone so that Thank you. I appreciate I'm more that. Clear. I'm more clear. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm calling about my amaryllis, but first I wanted to tell you that my um, Catalina orchids yes, yes. Are, that I called uh, uh, several weeks ago, well, they're just starting, the first branch is just starting to bloom. Aww. And there's at least seven uh, spikes I have that are all uh, blossomed out, not blossomed out, but but it. Uh, Straightened out to where the blooms can start. So I'm so you, happy prom- for you, Gene. I promise you a picture. I'll wait till we get more blooms. But I just wanted to know your advice on progress was working. Wonderful. <laughs> I so appreciate it. Thank you. We would love to see it. I'll post it on Facebook for everyone else to see. Well, that's if I figure out how to get it to you. But anyway, so <laughs> my, my question is, my amaryllis... Um, did its thing, uh-huh. and the, after the blossoms, there's these little what appear to be seed pods. They are. So my question is, what do I do with them? Well, you don't necessarily need to do anything with them if you don't want to. It's, they're easy to spread. So if you take them and you just let them dry, and they've got little black seeds on the inside, and you can spread them to where you want you know, more amaryllis to grow, or you can just let them drop where they are. That's a little... Okay. So, if, but are are you crowded there? With you have plenty of amaryllis there? No, there's there's apparently two separate plants that are started that that came up. Um, I've had a bulb there that I buried several years ago. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, it keeps coming up, and this year I had a second plant to come up next to it. So obviously, seeds dropped. Uh-huh. Um, but can I um, start them in a in a pot? Sure. And then decide where I want to put them. Sure, I think that's a great idea. Or you could just put them in a little tray and see which ones you know which ones germinate. That'd be fine. Okay. Thank okay. You. You're welcome. Good. Thank you. Uh, congratulations on the orchids. That's wonderful. Appreciate that. So let's go to Brenda in Polk City. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning. Uh, I was glad that gentleman just asked the question about the amaryllis because that helped me out. Excellent. But I have a, I have a avocado tree, and it's got a lot of little fruit on it, and there, some of them are starting to fall off. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And is there something that we can put up spray or put around the tree 
to keep squirrels and the birds from getting on the tree. You can put netting on the tree. I don't know how good that's going to be for the squirrels because the squirrels will just reach in and grab it, you know, if they're close to the netting. But you can put netting on the tree. Okay. It's a pretty big tree, though. Yes, it is. You know, you kind of just want to (laughs) share. Just get the ones you can and then share with the squirrels and let them have a few. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thank you very much. We enjoy your show. Thank you, Brenda, for calling and for listening. I certainly appreciate it. That's wonderful. Let's go to Alan in Sebring. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. Um, I have a ficus tree. I think it's like a Benjamin ficus. Okay. I've been working on bonsaiing it. But it has gotten about eight feet tall. But anyway, um, I have little black sixteenth uh, of an inch long bugs that are very thin, like a thick thread, uh-huh. that that are causing uh, they're infe- it, the trees infested with them, and they're causing the leaves to curl. I was just wondering if you'd uh, uh, identify those for me and tell me what I might do to treat them or get rid of them. Well, they could be anything from spider mites to, you know, aphids, you know, so I don't know exactly what they are without seeing them. But any kind no. of insect issues that you have, you can just go ahead and use uh, products like neem oil or Captain Jack's dead bug juice. Okay. Right. And so you can do you can do that and it'll take care yeah, of these, those issues. Well, they're not aphids. They're just little tiny, real thin little black bugs that are about a sixteenth of an inch long, real tiny, uh, about three times the length of a gnat, four times as long as a gnat, very small, very very thin. Uh-huh. Um, I had never seen those before. I, I know what aphids are and you know those mites, but yeah, well, they could just be babies. So you know, I mean, you know, you know, just new uh, insects, and they haven't grown as tall as what or as as big as what they you know they just could have just hatched. So uh, any kind of insect you have on your ficus, you could use neem oil or Captain Jack's dead bug juice. Yeah, or even uh, uh, thin soap sprays and things I've used Inse- for years. Yeah, but, insecticidal soaps, you know, horticultural yeah. oils. Yes, any one of those. Right. Uh, but unless I see okay. them, I don't know what they are. All right. Thank you, Teresa. All right, Alan. Thank you for calling. Oh, you too. Bye-bye. We have a few uh, minutes to take. We have have about a minute left, but we also had a caller call in, and they were going to be riding in their vehicle, so they couldn't talk. So Mark from Chiliota was asking about black gnats. How do you get rid of black gnats? Black fungal gnats? Okay, yes, they're an issue. And you can go to summitresponsiblesolutions.com, and they have the fungal gnats, and you can go and buy their product, and it gets rid of it very quickly. So that's summitresponsiblesolutions.com, the makers of Mosquito Bits, and they also have products that will help with Asian cycad scale. They're completely organic, and they will take care of those uh, issues for you very quickly. That's good information. I love that. All right, and I I love being able to. They're sponsors of the show. And they are a great, great product. When we come back, we're going to be talking about pepper spray, more amaryllis questions, bird of paradise, and then also passion fruit. Do you know, Lizzie, the best passion fruit I ever had was in in a mojito. So, yeah, yeah, I bet. So we are going to be back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens on Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542 802-341-4542 Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-432-3916. 800-432-3916. That's 800-432-3916. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. Thank you to all our new listeners. If you know someone who loves to garden or has a question, please let them know about Better Lawns and Gardens, especially all of our new listeners in Naples and Miami. We're getting a lot from that area, South Florida. We have a lot of great gardens down there. And so if you have a question, give us a call. 
call one 455 or you can text me at 236-800. Lizzie, you I, wanted cereal, didn't you? I did. <laughs> it's morning. We haven't eaten yet, <laughs> exactly. right? <laughs> so, Lizzie, I love how our listeners help us out all the time. And they are the best. They are the best. And so I did say Captain Jack's Dead Bug Juice. It's not juice. It's brew. Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew. And it was just, it, say love that them. five times really quick. Dead no. Captain Jack's Shh. Dead Bugs, Bugs Brew. De- yeah, Captain Jack's Dead Bugs. That's not. That's not. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go to our text messages. And so we got some really great ones. I have a purple low-growing leaf plant that blooms small pink flowers. What is it? Is it a weed? And they're in high springs. It could be at several different items. It could be the oyster plant. Which doesn't is not a vine, but it does spread out. It's a ground cover. It could be that. It could be the transcendentias, which is the wandering Jew plant, which is the vines that hang in basket, which has gotten out into the uh, into the garden areas. And so those are the two that I recognize. Mm-hmm. I would need to see a picture, but those two both have pink flowers oh, on them. Okay, all right. Oh, and also purple queen. It could Ooh. also be long, and it could be purple queen. Send pictures. Yes, send pictures is great. If it's a little plant and it grows upward spiky, then it's the oyster plant. If it's long vines, then it's either a purple queen or wandering Jew. So it, it could be either one. So uh, then uh, let's see. Why do some bird of paradises with the same care thrive and others never grow? Okay, so that's a really good question. And it's probably one of two reasons. One, that bird of paradises don't usually bloom until they're really cramped up in their pots or in the ground. So if their roots are, if it's a new plant or a young plant and the roots have plenty of space to grow, then they're not going to be too concentrated on uh, blooming. But when they are cramped in the pots and root bound, they start to produce blooms. So I would recommend that if you're going to transplant a uh, bird of paradise from one area to the next, that I would keep it in the same pot and plant it in the ground in the pot, and it'll do just fine. You might want to break open the bottom a little bit, but they just do just fine. Also, the other reason could be that you're not putting the right fertilizer on them. If you put blooming fertilizer on them, which is the middle number, the phosphorus is higher than the nitrogen or the potassium, then it will concentrate on producing blooms. So I would lay, you know, ease up on the nitrogen fertilizing and put down more phosphorus, maybe a blooming slow release on it, and that will get it to concentrate. That's good info. Thank you. And so uh, the next question is, my amaryllis have not bloomed yet this year. We had a late freeze, so I'm thinking that's why. Will they still bloom? And that's Carol in Tallahassee. Carol, thank you for listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And possibly it could have been the late bloom, but I'm you know, not too sure because, you know, we're not too cold. And amaryllis bloom, uh, you know, in the early springtime, and you can force them to bloom. So we've had a little bit of a screwy kind of weather. Like l- yesterday afternoon, it got chilly again. And I'm like, I'm not complaining. I'm Weather gods, I am not complaining. I like the cooler <laughs> weather, but it's it may be really affecting. Yeah, it could it could be, but they still may bloom. I've had amaryllis bloom in the middle of summertime. Okay, so you know it could still possibly bloom. Again, you may want to, uh, you know, they might if they've been in the area a long time in the in the garden area a long time, then you might want to move them, divide them up, and move them out, and uh, go ahead and uh, give them good blooming fertilizer and encourage them to grow. Let's go to Bill in Orlando. Good morning, Bill. How can I help you? Hey, Teresa. Good morning. I enjoy your show so much. Oh, wonderful. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, My sweet new daughter-in-law who lives in Gainesville, uh, Florida, um, has asked for her birthday for me to try to track down an earth angel rose that apparently the bloom looks like a peony. And the garden center that I go to frequently here in Orlando, uh, I was surprised that they have no experience with with those, and they, they believe it's a hybrid tea rose, 
but I didn't know if you could guide me as to how I might track one down to purchase. Yes, you can go to heirloomroses.com. Okay. Heirloomroses.com, and they have an earth, or they sell earth angels. Now, whether they have any in stock, I don't know. Sure, sure. Okay, but you can ask them or get on the wish list, and right. and then when they have it available, they you know they'll let you know. And again, I'm sorry, it was heirloomrose.com. Heirloomroses.com, Rose. plural. Got it. Okay. Okay. I'll search it out. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Go Gators. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. And so, uh, so that's it's a lovely rose. And there's another one called Distant Drums. What? Distant Drum Roses. And okay. It's it's a peachy, kind of a little brown, and it looks so wonderful. It's just a beautiful little rose. And uh, so lots of great roses out there that I love. So our next text message is, does hot pepper spray keep squirrels away from mangoes? I'm in the Sebastian area. Well, uh, you know, squirrels do not like pepper spray, so it yes. could. But make sure you wash off that mango or that, it, you know, the rains are going to wash it off. So you're going to have to keep spraying the mango with the pepper spray. Are they going after the mango itself, probably? Oh, yeah, to take think. a big chunk. All right. And, yeah, okay, remember that we were talking about how to, uh, for the birds, um, you could put out, like, little peppercorns and stuff, and then, you know, the squirrels wouldn't mess with it. But I guess if they're actually eating the fruit itself, that that's not going to help. It's not going to help. No, so the pepper spray could deter them. But, you know, just like, um, you know, when you get used to something, they could eat it, you know, and so get used to eating it. And so it may, but the pepper spray will keep them warm, but you got to just remember to keep putting it on after the rain. And during the summertime, that's kind of hard to do. All right. And so uh, in St. Mark's, my red buds are dead at top branches, foliage at the bottom. How do I prune or do I just leave it alone? All right. We're going to answer that when we come back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens. If you have a gardening question, you can call one 455 2967 or you can text at 23680. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. What do I love about the water? Reeling in a good catch. Oh yeah, that's a keeper. Teaching the kids to swim in the lake, then pushing them on a rope swing over the creek. And watching the sunset with the family out on the boat. In our life jackets, of course. Discover the joy of being on the water safely. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. This message is brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Visit myfwc.com for tips on how to keep you and your family safe on the water. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time. So you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening 
It only took a couple of minutes and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. Mosquitoes are a nuisance. They can transmit deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. Protect yourself with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Placed in ponds, bird baths, or any standing water, Summit Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, and wildlife, but kill mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite and last for 30 days or more. Find Summit Mosquito Dunks at garden centers, hardware stores, and online retailers. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. You still have time for your phone calls at one 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680. And thank you to all... The uh, listeners who are uh, writing in their their email messages. And Loving their, this. Yeah, the website questions. So I'm going to get to those. Uh, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And so let's go to uh, the text messages real quick. I have a new fruit on my edible passion plant I planted last summer and want to know when the fruit is ready to pick. And she says she loves the show and love the interaction between you ladies. Thanks. And I don't know if it's a she or a he, but yeah, that's thank you a for that compliment. Yeah. Love that. Okay, so how can you tell? There's a number of different ways. One, the color of the fruit will change. It will either be dark purple, dark red. It could be even a, a, a form of yellow if it's the native maypop. So it'll get just really a dark, intense color. Okay, but it won't be green. Okay, then also, too, if it's unripe, the skin will be smooth. The more wrinkled the skin is, the you know the more ripe it is, and you don't want to go too ripe. Okay, so the skin needs to be wrinkled, and then you can look also too for damage, uh, some bruises. You can still eat it with the bruises. That's fine. That will tell you it's ripe, and then also the taste test. You can just go ahead and taste one. If it's sour or tangy, it's not. Uh, it's not ripe yet at all. You only have one. So I would wait till it's wrinkled. Exactly. Because <laughs> if it's not ripe, then you wasted that one. On point, on point. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much. It's a great question. All right, and so in St. Mark's, my red buds are dead at top branches, foliage at the bottom. How do I prune? Here's what I need you to do, okay? Or she just asked if you just leave it alone. I want you to take your uh, a knife, a, you know, something very sharp, your nail file or something, and scrape where the the bark and the limbs are just, there's no leaves on it. Okay, so you're going to go above the leaves and take a branch and just start scraping. If it's green, it's still alive and just go ahead and leave it alone. If it is brown uh, and it can snap off really easy, then it's dead. You cut those dead ones off. Okay, and that should be able to tell you. If it's green underneath the skin that you're going to scrape, then it's alive. Leave them alone. All right, great question. Let's go to Alice in Melbourne. Good morning, Alice. How can I help you? Well, I hope you can help me because I'm very upset about a fire bush. That's what the man called it when I bought it in a, in a parking lot full of plants, and I don't know how to reach him, 
but I did pay him $15 for this plant, and it looked beautiful when I came home. It was full of little tiny orange flowers type things, uh-huh. and he called it a fire bush, and it looked very healthy and all that. Um, he told me to water it a couple times uh, a, a week, and I did that, but the water, every time I watered it, it just like poured out of the bottom of it. So it seemed like it was always dry, and so I may have just poured a little water on it now and then when I looked at it and felt it, that it was so dry, um, so maybe I overwatered it, but what's happening now is it's just dying. It's lost about half the plant is like dead, and I'm so disgusted about it because I haven't had it that long. Okay, so Alice, so is it in a pot or in the ground? It's in the pot. It's in a black pot, and I wanted it to stay in the pot because I really don't have a lot of space to plant it. Okay, so here's what I need you to do. I need you to pull it out of the pot. Out of the pot, yeah. Pull it out of the pot and look at the roots and see how much soil you have in it. I don't think much. Okay, so that's what I want you to do. If there's not a lot of soil in it, if you all you see is roots and no soil, then I mm-hmm. want you to cut a third of the roots off and then put more new soil in the pot and then replant it in that pot. Okay, well, maybe it'd be better to plant it in the ground. Uh, you know, maybe I'll just find a little spot and plant it in the ground. I have hibiscus, and I wondered if I could plant it close to a hibiscus. Well, they get well. these get big, so, you know, it's going to get to be four to five feet tall and wide. It's a dwarf. Oh, it's, my god! It's a dwarf firebush, okay? It's a Hamelia patens compacta, and it will do better in the ground if it doesn't have any soil in that pot. So that's what I would recommend is to go ahead and put it in the pot, in the ground. Okay. Yeah. Okay? Well, I hope not too dead yet. No, it should um, recover. It should be fine. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't do it today though. I've got too many things I've got to get to. But um, well, then just water it real well. Stick it in a bucket of water. Keep it in a bucket. Of, yeah, that's what I've got it in now is a bucket so that it'll retain the water. So you think this dropping off of all these leaves is not overwatering? It's underwatering. It, 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 well, I don't know is, because I haven't seen what's in the pot. Take so a picture and text it to Teresa. Yeah. That would be probably the best. Yeah, take a picture yeah. and send it to me, okay? Okay. To Out of the pot. number that I just called, right? No. No. Send Email. it to the website. Oh. Send it to the website. Or you can send okay. it to teresa.watkins at live.com. And, oh. and you've sent me pictures before, so go ahead and send me Alice, a, oh, Alice I'll Friday. tell you. Hold on. Just hold on. I'll get to you. Okay. So let's real oh. quick go to David in Longwood. Good morning, David. How can I help you? Good morning. Yes, I have a legustrum uh-huh. uh, in my front yard. I planted it possibly four years ago, at least three years ago. Uh-huh. It's about the height of my head, about okay. six feet tall. It has not grown, I swear. The thing is, you know, it would be this big, beautiful, ornamental thing that I can shape and all that. Uh-huh. And uh, it just hasn't grown. Okay. And I don't know. Don't know why. Okay, so now, David, when you took it out of the pot and planted it, did you plant it yourself? I did. You did. Okay, so did you open up the root system when you planted it? I thought I did. Okay. And it was four years ago. I thought I did. Okay, I kind so, of thought I understood that. Sure. Okay, so, and you could, so, and then you're watering it and fertilizing it on a regular basis, right? Yes, but maybe I'm, is it some fancy, I'm just using regular, you know, kind of a, the three numbers being equal times. Sure, that's fine. Six 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 eight 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 ten ten ten. No okay. big whoop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it depends on how much you're putting down, and if you're doing it like every three to four months. Okay, okay. you know that would be good. Sometimes when we put trees in, especially small mm. trees that are going mm. to be bigger and usually get to be ten to fifteen, twenty feet tall, yeah. they put down roots, and they until their roots are really well established, they don't do a lot of upward growth. So I would one. Check the root system. Make sure that it is still growing down there. And you can literally just kind of pull it up a little bit and see if you've got new growth there. If you don't... You mean pull the whole plant out? Well, just I would kind of slightly tilt it or do a shovel and look at the root system. Okay. Okay, you can do it. You don't have to pull it up, but I would dig around it and go down and see what the root system looks like. See if it's expanding. And if it's not, if it hasn't expanded since you planted it, then I would dig it up again and replant it again, opening up those roots mm. and putting it right back mm. down in the in the hole. 
Okay, I figure something silly. Well, now, no, it's, it's a, a little. I don't know if it's called. Go ahead. I, mean, I, had, I don't know if you call it blight or it had definitely had something going on with the leaves first season or two. They seem. To, I mean, it's got fresh leaves. It's spring. It's looking better uh-huh. here. But that, would that have stunned the growth? Having some kind of. A, now, are you pruning it? Is. I don't know. I haven't. It hasn't grown enough to prune it. Okay, so <laughs> I would definitely look at the root system. Take your shovel down and okay. go around the outside and see if you see any new root growth from the from when you planted okay. it four years ago. All right, and then call me back. Thank you. Okay, thank you, yeah, David. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Real quick, let's right. go to Bobby in Melbourne. Good morning, Bobby. How can I help you? Hey, good morning. Um, I just want to say I grew up in Bacteria, and the woods next to our house used to have were filled with the sundew plants oh. all over the ground. And I'm just curious about this carnivorous bromeliad that's native to here that he mentioned. I wish he would have talked more to that. I know, isn't that? I never, I've never heard until I talked with 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 Kenny that there was bromeliads that were were uh, carnivorous. And so yeah, and uh, we happen to have one. Yes, we have three. We have three in the state of Florida, oh. and so that's just amazing. So. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to have Kenny on more, but you could go to his Facebook page and find out more. And that's Kenny Coogan, Critter Companions. Critter Companion. Okay. And then Wonderful. definitely tell him you enjoyed listening to him and ask him more about that bromeliad, carnivorous yeah. bromeliad. Thank you so much for Bobby for listening. Thank you to all of our callers and texters. We've had a great show today. I would like to thank Alan Christ for the opportunity to visit the Rollin Campus Greenhouse. It was an honor and I loved it. And to Kenny Coogan, Educational Director for the International Carnivorous Plant Society, for helping us to learn more about Florida's native carnivorous plants. Make sure you take advantage of his Roman Publishers coupon for 30% off his book, Florida Native Carnivorous Plants. And you can go to his Facebook page, Critter Companions, and you can find the book there, or you can find it at Roman and Littlefield. Good stuff. And get, take advantage of that. It's a great book. Thank you so much, uh, Lizzie and Nick, for uh, producing the show. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for all your help, and uh, I do so. If you're in Lake County, run down to the Lake County Master Gardeners Plant Sale. They're open till noon and, or until all the plants are gone. And I'd like to thank all the fans who have, you know, signed on to Facebook page. We'd love for you to go ahead and like our page. And thank you so much also to Summit Responsible Solution, maker of mosquito bits and other environmentally responsible pest controls, and to Quality Green Specialists. Join Lizzie and me next week for more Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach, and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words, made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of US and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally.